All right. This is Polo. This is Beckett. We here. We coming. The battle continues. This is Born to Battle. Hey, what up, Beckett? How much time is it, man? It, you know what? It is Friday night, and I think it's time to battle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, we're born to battle. It, it's been the past few Saturday mornings where we've been doing this, and this is uh, probably our latest recording to date. I think you're right. When we were doing Saturday morning, I felt more like an adult about waking up and doing our work like that. Yeah, and you know what? We could just chill tomorrow morning, even though you're not chilling tomorrow morning. Uh, I understand you're going somewhere. Where are you going? I'm going to Atlantis and mine. Very cool, very cool. Well, we've all been to Joshua Tree together. Um, actually, speaking of, who is joining us today is Alex Toyoshima, Toyo, the boy, as some call him. <laughs> and I got a lot of different names. <laughs> you definitely have a lot of names. But he also was in Joshua Tree with us all. So we it's a shared experience we all have. Welcome to the show, Toya. Thank you. Thank you. That was a good trip. That was during COVID actually, but it still made it felt like something normal. Yeah, that was uh July fourth weekend. That was a lot happened that weekend. That was the birth of this podcast. That was, yeah. Full circle. So what's up, Chris? And that's kind of funny you mentioned how we all shared that a moment ago because this whole podcast today is going to be a lot more like that with how we have similar shared experiences. Yeah, absolutely. And basically what we're going to talk about today is just that. Um, Toyo has was pretty lucky. He got a Japanese passport. Or should we keep that on the low? <laughs> as long as the Japanese aren't listening. <laughs> and um, so he was able to go to Japan during COVID. Um, one of the very few Americans these days, I'm sure. And... Uh, yeah, we kind of just wanted to share or get some insight on his experience. And I know Chris has been to Japan as well. So just want to get some vibes of how your guys' experience would be similar in some regard and how different they, they were at the same time. That sounds good to me. Okay. So, Chris, so was that your first time in Japan? When you went, right? It was your first time. Yeah. That was my very first how many times have you been? Um, <laughs> so your first and only time. Okay. It made it sound like you've been multiple times. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. 
And Alex, uh, you lived there for part of your childhood, but uh, how many times have you been? So I, I guess like three times when I was little, but I don't have any recollection of that. Like the last time was probably when I was three. Um, so I don't really count those. But then eight months when I was in middle school, I lived in Japan. Um, like so I was about 12 years old. And then I hadn't been back until this past fall. So that was like a big gap, almost 20 years. Um, and then just spent a couple of months there. So technically my fifth time there, I guess, but it felt like my second time. Nice. And Chris, how long were you there when you went? I was there roughly two weeks. Um, that was my first seven solo very cool very cool i i didn't realize that was your first solo trip because i remember you were taking a lot of like solo trips that year i felt like yeah i feel that solo trips are fun but it's always good to have those experiences with others as well um so Toyo, what what was one of your favorite things about your most recent trip? Um, this there there was so much, but one of the big things this recent trip was just rare because um, because of the pandemic right now that they're not letting very many people into Japan um, from other countries, so the tourism is like way down. So being able to do all the normally tourist stuff, especially in a place like Kyoto. Um, during COVID felt like a weird kind of rare opportunity. I mean, just doing stuff in the States right now too, like locally, like you can kind of see that there's no like out-of-towners or definitely a lot less of them. So being able to do that in another country where it's like usually slammed with tourists um, felt really special. And I felt lucky to be able to do that. So um, that was definitely unique. I mean, like just aside from it being Japan, like that was something different right during this time period. Yeah, definitely. I'd, there's so many places that I would love to go that are just touristy that I would love to go when there's nobody there. Um, but it's so rare and you had the perfect opportunity to do that. So that's very cool. Have you ever experienced anything like that, Chris, where you've gone somewhere where it's usually a lot of people, but you got lucky and there was very little? Um, I would say, yeah. But the only reason would be because I was there at like uh, five or six in the morning and no other authority wanted to wake up that early. <laughs> that, that's my secret. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so. Yeah, kind of just for like uh, to rip off that, like me and you, Chris, used to have like weekdays off together. And it's not nearly the same, but just like I miss having those like Mondays off with you sometimes because we used to go on hikes or like go to museums and stuff. And it's kind of that same vibe where there's just like less, it's just like less people. So that was, yeah. I, like that. I like doing that. I agree. I could find nothing better than a Monday driving around. LA with no traffic. Yeah, definitely. Uh, 
Chris, what was like one of your things that stuck out to you when you went to Japan? Man, that's hard. You can name a few. I definitely will. <laughs> I'll say the people that were very helpful and friendly are way beyond you can imagine where you you feel bad when other people are visiting in the country and they act like a trash no man and never good but also the food was amazing and I love that all of the the train for all time apparently everywhere Did you have that same experience, Toya, where the train's always on time? Yeah, I think it's like their trademark. I mean, it's like everything's got to be, everything works pretty seamlessly there. It's all on point in that way, for sure. <laughs> that sounds nice. I like being on time. <laughs> uh, okay, so... I love Japanese food. I love sushi. I love ramen. I love it all. Um, what was what was the favorite thing that you ate? Oh man, I really got a thing on this one. I told you, you go first. You were the best man. Um, I've been eating Japanese food since I was little, so like something I had that was new this past time was act it's actually not like a dish but it was just the seasoning that was really bomb it was yuzu kosho which is like you guys know what yuzu is it's that citrus that they use in a lot of stuff right mm -hmm. but they mix that with like pepper and chili and it's just kind of like this chili paste that has this yuzu peppery flavor to it and i guess you eat it with nabe a lot which is like this kind of just like a um, hot pot almost kind of food but uh that shit was fire. I, like, I, could, I, I wanted to put it on everything. It was just like my new favorite season. And I had never had that before or ever heard about it. So, um, yeah, that stuck out to me this last time. Have you found it since you, you've been back in the state? I, I, I low-key did when I was in Uwajimaya. Like, I had never even looked for it before. But when I was in Uwajimaya back in Beaverton, that Japanese grocery store, then I... Um, I stopped there and I was like, oh, damn, they have it here already. I can't, I can't get this idea. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be the importer of that. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's good. That, that kind of uh, was something new for me. Nice. Um, I would say, I do, I guess it's enough for me. One was a girlfriend, me, and then also, Hiroshima style Okonomi Yaki. Mm, what's the Hiroshima style Okonomi Yaki? Um, it's um, more cabbage and less of a, a batter. Mm, got it. So, uh, it was a lot lighter and not as have really incorporating a lot of fresh and really uh, I feel. Mm, that sounds
sounds good. Okonomiyaki is like this hash brown pancake, like savory thing. Uh, uh, I had I had one, Chris. That it was like a green. It was a negi negiyaki. It was like a green onion okonomiyaki, and they use like hella green onions in it. And I feel like that that was new for me too. And I like that a lot because, like you were saying, it's like lighter than the typical okonomiyaki, and like felt uh, a little a little fresher. Hmm. Uh, Y'all drooling yet? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Starting to, yeah. Yeah, my mouth is salivating right now. <laughs> um, nice. Kristen and I love to eat and watch each other eat, so I feel like we could just talk about food all day. I know we are both a little uh, different in that area. Uh, different in a good way, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so what was one of the, like, did you get out of the city much, Chris, when you were traveling around Japan, or were you mostly, like, in the bigger cities? I was in the bigger city of the most part. Um, I was in Tokyo, then I went out to Osaka, and... Yeah. Hey, Toyo, I know your last trip, you were kind of all over the place. Did you get a, what was your experience like and what was something new that you were able to go to that uh, you had never been before? Um, everywhere I went actually was new for me this time. So I know Chris, you went to Osaka and stuff. And, um, I did that in Kyoto this time, which and when I was really little, but I don't remember. So it was like all brand new. Um, but then what felt new, newest for me was going down to, um, Kyushu, which is like the furthest big island in the South and traveling around there and, and getting out of the cities a little bit more and doing some more, um, remote kind of like nature stuff um which was cool um and it felt like more space down there just generally like and you know i feel like a lot of people's experience in japan is like going to tokyo and seeing how dense it is but um it was nice to get out of the city and kind of just have a little bit more breathing room and kind of see like some more natural environments and stuff so yeah that was cool i want to do more of that um when i go back and kind of get out and do the nature stuff yeah absolutely that sounds nice um, well, speaking of nature, and we're going to bring it back to the United States. Bring it back. Hey, all the way back. Um, another place we were talking before uh, that we've all been, not necessarily all together, but we've all been to Sedona in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe when Chris and Toyo went, um, they sh- they shared an experience uh, unlike any other Uh do you guys want to talk about the hike you guys went on? One of you. <laughs> Chris is Either raising one. his eyebrows. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I was in Sedona. They have these things called vortexes out there, which you might know a little bit more about Cologne, but um, I think they're important to people because there's some spiritual significance to them. Yeah, it's spirit um, and like energy that's supposed to come mm-hmm. from them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know much, but a friend who's more into that suggested we go on a hike that, that kind of ends in one of those vortexes so it's, it's a special place 
Um, and we were having trouble getting there regardless of the, <laughs> of like the grade or whatever of the trail. Cause I forget, like we didn't know where the entrance was. And I don't know, for some reason we ended up doing some sketchy thing, right? Chris would be like, <laughs> I don't know. We had to like hop some kind of like, go to some private neighborhood and kind of like hop over some fence or something like that. I forget. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that makes for the best experiences. And then what happens? Yeah. So you guys hop a fence <laughs> to get on this assumed trail and then what? Yeah. <laughs> so Chris, you were using um, the two walking sticks at the time. Is that what stage you were at? Uh, yes. Almost. Mm-hmm. So, um, you made it pretty far, like considering like the difficulty of that trail. Um, but then at one point it started to get a lot steeper and kind of like, I don't think you would have been able to, to make it where we were trying to go on your own. No, um, definitely no. Uh, yeah, I really, I'm working and, um, I really did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, as far as I remember, I think, I think Dave might've suggested that we kind of give you a piggyback ride up the rest of the way. Um, and I was totally down for sure to help out too, but I, I just remember that being a, just a special kind of moment. Cause I don't, I, that was kind of early on and uh, you having more trouble walking and you hadn't let us do anything like that when we hadn't offered either but it was just kind of um i think a bonding experience and we i was just happy that you kind of gave us the opportunity to help you out there because i know that kind of humbling and i don't know how I, if i was on the other end of that how i would react you know so um we were just like it was a nice moment that we <laughs> take our ass carrying you up there is harder than i think either of us expected um it was pretty hard actually <laughs> but it was it was dope when we finally got to the top to that vortex um yeah i don't know it was just it was it was a special moment for me and stuff to, that you let us help you out that way so it was cool it was cool all around it was pretty amazing uh it was nothing a fun for me and like i was arriving them all the way up to the the top, and then uh, we're very fortunate enough because we have a, a video of you guys and carrying me, and then um, a black and white a photo of me holding onto you and Dave's arm as they black me. That's pretty. Yeah, cool. we had a a friend cap like take out photo of us, and I didn't even I don't even remember her taking that photo, but she printed them out for us and gave us all like a little framed um, photo, and I still have that. It was a cool, a cool picture. Nice. So Chris, go ahead. Oh, yeah. oh I was gonna say, uh, did you have hesitation when they offered that to to put you on their backs or? however they wanted to carry you? No, I don't believe so. Um, but when uh, the first time I went on, I did back. It kind of threw me off really 
they were qualified yeah <laughs> uh but the dave that they're referencing is the day from our last episode toyo which you have not heard yet but uh yeah same along the lines of another roommate so they've all lived together we've all shared space we've all been fairly intimate as far as getting <laughs> getting, so getting close <laughs> getting close with chris these days and uh we're fortunate for the experience. Are you enjoying it, Chris? Oh, very much so. I also have to think back at the zona and when I did. So he grew up in Chicago and while he was in Sedona, when he saw his first ever shooting star that was pretty awesome yeah that's a that's a good place to see it i forgot about that <laughs> i kind of didn't want him to see one <laughs> <It's funny laughs> for how long how long it had taken him not to see one oh man you're up. <laughs> that, that is a pretty long time to not see one i'm kind of surprised you, I, they still get shooting stars in chicago I know. I know. <laughs> he, he always misses like things for some reason. So I thought it was funny and I kind of wanted him to keep missing it. <laughs> <laughs> that's messed up. Uh, <laughs> but that's cool. Cool. Uh, cool. Well, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. You know you have been How would you describe the Sedona to someone who had never been there? Uh, my experience there was pretty short, so I wasn't there very long. I actually didn't even do any hiking. Uh, it was more like my family was driving through, heading up to like the Grand Canyon. And so we stopped there, kind of walked around the shops. Um, it's just like a little desert town kind of canyon-ish. They have a nice little shopping area. Uh, like you guys mentioned, they have, they're known for like these vortexes, uh, which are pretty cool. And I remember seeing a lot of like the pink buses driving around uh, for the tours. Um, one thing that I've I've never been to, but I know is popular in Sedona is they have a church there that has um, it's like on one of their hillsides, and the whole hillside part that faces out from the hillside is all glass, and so it has a really cool view uh, from that church. But again, I've never been there, but it is like a, a destination for a lot of people to go check out. Um, but yeah, it's just a desert town. Cool, cool vibes. But uh, yeah, my experience there wasn't wasn't that great. Uh, it wasn't like 
anything crazy. I didn't get in. I didn't get carried into a vortex. That would that would have been pretty cool, but maybe next time. Yeah, well, I've seen Toyo climb some rocks, so I've seen him jump around some rocks. (laughs) So uh, it it wouldn't surprise me at all for him to do it. So (laughs) that's funny. Uh, Cool. Well, yeah, that was a good good conversation. Thanks for sharing those experiences. Chris, do you have uh, any ALS update that you want to share? Uh, so, and then we hope we are absolutely giving and aid at the bottom of one week. Nice. Is this the first time meeting them, or have you met them and done some interviews already? And this will be the first time they came. Yeah, definitely. And I know it's been a process, right, to to find one. And did you originally go through uh, like your chapter of the ALS to try to find one? Is is that what happened, or? Um, well, we did look in the rock, and they were far down to an agency. Well, we ended up going to another agency uh, with a uh, person, but also we helped people uh, find their caregivers on Craigslist. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It seems like it'd be nice to go through the agency just for like any kind of like liability and like I don't know review and like just to have some kind of like I don't know it's such a personal thing it's kind of nice to have somebody like middleman it almost oh yeah no you are absolutely uh, correct the big difference um between and our craigslist and a lot of on our craigslist because you uh, eliminate yeah that makes sense uh but yeah having that extra cushion of some credibility there always helps but yeah i mean as as long as they're recommended uh by another friend i i'm sure it'll be a good one hopefully hopefully yeah 
And that I really don't like acting. Yeah, definitely. And uh, what kind of things do you envision them helping with initially? Uh, the big thing will be showering uh, me um, and shaving my head and uh, brushing my teeth and helping. Um, Definitely. Nice. Well, I'm excited for you. Hopefully it all goes well. I know uh, Taylor's probably pretty excited about it to get <coughs> additional help in hands. Yeah, thanks, man. We are very helpful. Well, you know. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Well, I think that's a wrap for the show. Toyo, you have anything else for the people? What, are the, what do you want the people to know? I want the people to go buy some music pro show and like put that on for me. Fire. <laughs> go to the Japanese grocery store and support your local music kosher. Nice. This change your life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for all the seasons. Chris, anything else? personal experience <laughs> oh, yeah. very cool very cool. I went out with some people in Kyoto and we went and ate some noodles and somebody left their phone and like a new iPhone in there like just a basket of their bike outside for like an hour and it was, it was all good <laughs> it was still there on the way out that's legit I love it Toyo, thanks for joining us. Chris, thanks for everything. <laughs> and uh, as always, check out Beckett's Battle for all updates on Chris's Chris's life. What he wants to share. What he's putting out there. Full of love and positivity. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>